Hello, 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 and welcome to Conversations with N, a podcast where we discuss thoughts and topics on personal development and faith. How have you guys been? Like, okay, so technically this is the third week of January, and is it just me or has is January like flying by? I feel like New Year's was just yesterday, and here we are, we're looking at next week being the beginning week of end month. So technically, January is coming to an end. Like, whoa, let's talk about how time is passing by so fast. And you know, when time passes by fast, which is what happened in 2018, a lot of us can begin feeling like we're being left behind, especially when you see your friends or family or anyone, maybe on social media or in or in real life or at work or at school. Maybe they're, maybe they seem like they have it all together or they seem to, whatever it is, whatever goals they had seem to be coming to pass, you know. And sometimes you may look at them and think, okay, so what's happening to me? How comes my goals are not being achieved? How comes my life doesn't seem to be looking like that? And I wanted us to talk a little bit about jealousy and comparison because this is something that I really, I personally really struggle with jealousy and comparison. Um, And it especially was magnified on social media. I took a social media break sometime last year in 2018 because I just had enough. I was so envious of what was happening. Like I'd look at other people, especially creators. I was looking at other creators within my field and I kept asking myself, why am I not creating content like this? Why why doesn't my content seem to um, inspire a lot of people? Why doesn't why don't I have audiences like this? And I just felt so toxic. It reached a point where I even unfold, unfollowed people that I before found inspiring, just because I didn't I didn't feel like I enjoyed their content anymore because I was so jealous of them. I was so envious and I compared myself so much to the point that I kept wondering, like, why? Why am I doing this to myself? Why should I keep um, beating myself down, like making myself feel like I'm nothing? And that's how I felt. Like, I would look at their, at their content and I'm like, as much as I want to read it and appreciate it, I couldn't. I just kept wondering, why am I not writing like this? Why am I not like this? So. Jealousy and comparison, I feel like, is something that we all go through. It's just a matter of how do we deal with it. So let's talk about, like, why do we actually feel jealous and compare ourselves to other people? So I thought about this, and a couple of things that came to mind was, the first thing is, we're not content with who we are and what we have. And that's a really big one, because when you're not content with who you are, then you always feel like you're missing out on something. So hence the FOMO and the... I'm not sure, I don't think I know any other acronym, but hence the reason why you just feel like nothing is working out for you. So you may be in a successful relationship, you may be in a you may be having success at that point in your life, but if you're not content with it, you'll always feel like it's not enough. So you know how they say that once it's even in the Bible that when you want money, it will never be enough for you. That's the same with not being content. Like you'll never You'll never look at someone else and be like, "It's I appreciate you and I appreciate myself, you know. Um, contentment is something I think that's a daily thing. And when we don't feel content with what we have, 
and who we are, then you will never really appreciate anyone else. So when you get, for example, let's say you get onto social media and you see one of your friends maybe is getting married and you may be, maybe you're single or maybe you're in a relationship, but then you start, if you're not content with the relationship you're in, or if you're not content with where you're at in life, you start thinking to yourself, oh, why am I not getting married? Like, don't people find me attractive? That's if you're single. And if you're not single and you're in a relationship, you're like, does he not care about me enough to get married? And what's weird is that you didn't necessarily feel that before you saw that, but because you already don't appreciate yourself, you've left room for this kind of thoughts to come in, yeah? So that's something about um, not being content. Especially, let's talk about not being content with who we are as people. When you always feel like you're lacking something, and that ties in a lot with low self-love, which is my second point, when you don't, when you're not content with who you are, technically you're also low on self-love because if you don't love yourself, then how do you, you're obviously not going to appreciate what you have. So you'll always feel like you need to have something else to make you feel whole. And I also, I know this may sound, okay, it's not going to sound controversial or anything, but I personally believe that people don't make you whole. So uh, there are a couple of times I've seen quotes on that, that he made me feel whole. And I personally don't believe that. I don't think another human being can satisfy the kind of need I have of being content and being complete and the only person who can do that for me is God but yeah so when you feel like you're not content with who you are then technically you actually are low on self-love and when you don't love yourself you'll never feel you'll never appreciate who you are so you'll always want someone else to do that for you. You'll f- always want, you'll always be looking and yearning for this one thing. You'll be like, okay, if I just get this job, if I just get this guy, if I just go on this holiday, if I just make this amount of money, you'll always feel like this something that you need to get to make you feel good about who you are. And then when you see the past, when you see someone else who has it, then you begin questioning yourself. You begin putting yourself down saying that why am I not like this person? They have the perfect life. They have and what you don't realize is that they they're on their own journey, you know? Like you and that person are on different journeys. You are first of all, you don't even have the same same brain. I like thinking of twins. Because twins may be identical, they may be super, super identical, but they don't think the same. An example is Tiamori and Tamara Mori, yeah? They're twins, they're identical twins. For a long time, it took me a while to differentiate between the two, but now sometimes I'm able to. And they're totally doing two different things, you know? They may be, they may have come from the same womb, but their journeys are so different. And I doubt, maybe, I don't know about them, but... That's the thing. Um, just because someone else is achieving what you probably would like to achieve for yourself doesn't mean that you won't be able to do it. Yeah. And that also goes with self-belief because when you don't believe in yourself, then technically you then start feeling like you can't amount to much. And that's why you look at other people and you ask yourself, why is this person so successful or why is this person this certain way why does this person um why does this person just have this kind of life and you begin 
looking at yourself and you start wondering why don't I have the same qualities as this person you know there's so many things that happen when you have low self-love and low self-belief and they really I feel like they really magnify and champion jealousy and comparison because at that point you already don't appreciate who you are so when you see other people with what you think you'd like to have, because when you don't, when you have low self-love and you have low self-belief in yourself, you're actually not really clear on who you are as a person. So you're kind of like a weed, not a weed, um, you know, those plants that are easily swayed by wind. So that's how you are when you're on low self-love, because it's almost like nothing anyone can say will make you feel better about yourself and it shouldn't even be that way you know it should be that you should believe in your own self like you should be your own cheerleader before anyone else can be your cheerleader and when you're not your own cheerleader then you look at other people and you're just nothing what whatever it is they do you just feel like it's an attack on yourself it's like why um what you maybe you wanted to start a podcast or you wanted to start a blog and then you see your friend has also started a blog and you start and, and then maybe they get like two more likes than you do or two more um comments and maybe maybe they get two comments and you get zero comments and you begin looking at them and wondering what is it that they have that I don't have and that's the thing about self belief if you don't believe in yourself then you're going to constantly look at other people and and wonder like what is it about them that I don't have? And that's not how it's supposed to be. So moving on from that, the last thing is that, or rather not the last thing. <laughs> well, the last the last reason I came up with as to why we feel jealous and compare ourselves a lot is that we don't really trust in God, you know, lack of trust in God. And why am I saying that? Because when you when you don't believe in God, and I'm talking especially to the Christians. Um, when you when you don't believe in God and you don't have a trust and you don't trust in Him, because you may, because trust and belief go hand in hand. You can't be like I believe in Him but I don't trust Him. That doesn't make sense. Belief and trust are almost in, interlinked. They're interwoven. Yeah. So when you don't trust in Him, it's almost like you don't trust that He that He has He knows what He's doing. A eh? and that He actually. Whatever it is he says he'll do, he'll do, you know. Um, and personally, I can definitely re- relate to this because I really struggled with this last year where as much as I, be- I I thought I believed in God, but I then began questioning, if I believe in God, then why don't I trust him? Because here I am reading his word, here I am reading the promises he made, but because I don't believe those promises, then how exactly do I expect myself to trust? So when I had to, I had to change that perception. I had to change that mindset and tell myself, okay, for you to trust, for you to, for, for you to be content with where you are, you actually have to begin trusting that God knows what he wants for your life and that he actually, whatever it is um, he has said he's going to do, he will do. And sometimes that can be a little confusing because Sometimes you also maybe don't even know because he doesn't reveal everything. He lets it out step by step. And that can be a little frustrating for a lot of us who feel like we need to know everything. And I definitely fall into that category because I'm that kind of person who feels like I need to know everything that's happening. I need to know the exact plan step by step. But God doesn't work like that, you know. 
So learning how to trust in God is definitely a big thing, especially in combating jealousy and comparison. So if we begin trusting in him, so how can we begin to rewire our minds from this mindset? Jealousy and comparison, personally, I feel like is like this it almost it can almost make you physically ill and here's why i say this so i found this verse that says that it's in proverbs 14:30 a tranquil heart gives life to the flesh but envy makes the bones rot so when you listen to that envy is essentially jealousy in comparison because when you're comparing yourself to other people there's this sense of dissatisfaction and it's almost as if you feel like someone else's life is better than yours so it's there's almost some little envy and jealousy is envy i feel like envy is just the extreme part of jealousy but regardless of what it is whether you have just one thought of comparison or one thought of jealousy have you ever felt like it just makes you physically sick because i've felt like that i remember when i took that break from social media i felt physically sick I just, I hated the thoughts that were in my mind. I hated how they made me feel. Like I started actually, and it just started slowly. You know, it started with with looking at people's content and thinking, hmm, why don't I write like this? And then it escalated to, why am I not like this person? Why don't, why can't I write the same way? Why doesn't my content inspire people the way it should? And it just started like, it was like this thing that grew inside of me and I, it almost used to, it makes, it used to make me feel like I'm suffocating. And I hated that feeling. I hated it so much, but at, at the same time, I didn't want to stop because I felt like there was nothing wrong. So when I realized that, okay, you know what, you do have a problem. You clearly are suffering from some major comparatitis, but you're also suffering from some major envy and it's time to take a step back and heal and begin healing your soul. Because that kind of envy literally, just as Proverbs said, makes your bones rot. You feel like, you just feel as if nothing is good enough for you. You feel you feel like you're constantly in a bad mood. It's just a horrible place to be at. And how do we begin keeping, how do we begin rewiring our minds from this kind of feelings? The first thing I'd say is let's begin practicing gratitude. So practicing gratitude is something I actually keep hearing a lot and never really practiced last year, but I've started to practice it this year. And even if it's something minute as I'm really grateful for the fact that I was able to walk out of the house today. You know, sometimes people think that great, being grateful has to be some really um, elaborate thing. And it doesn't have to be. The simple fact that you're alive is something worth being grateful for. So learning how to practice gratitude is very important because it allows you to keep yourself in check. Um, every single time, I, I feel like thoughts of gratitude are able to combat thoughts of comparison and thoughts of jealousy because every single time a thought of comparison comes in, for example, um, I feel like my 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 body is not as good as why don't I why don't I have abs like she does or why don't why don't I lose weight as fast as she does? At that point, you can combat it with a gratitude thought of. I'm grateful that my body is healthy. I'm grateful that I'm able to do what I can with my body. And that in itself, it's almost like you, for every thought that is negative, you hit it with a positive, grateful thought. And what I like about that is 
is that the more you practice gratitude, the more you begin to create this loop in your mind, this positive loop that allows you to begin appreciating what you have. And it also allows you to appreciate where you're at. And that is also how you begin to build self-love and self-belief in yourself. Because when you practice gratitude, you're also reassuring yourself that you are where you need to be. You are who you need to be in that moment. And there's nothing better than that. Because when you look at yourself and you're grateful for who you are, I feel like you begin to create this sense of contentment where you begin to appreciate yourself. And when you appreciate yourself, you look at other people and you can begin to appreciate them. Because when you're jealous of other people, you're not appreciating them. And that's and when you don't appreciate other people, you technically people don't even want to be around you because you you then ne- never have anything good to say about them about them so learning how to practice gratitude allows you to also be in a good space you know a good mind space a good emotional space a good spiritual space a good spiritual space and something a good reminder that i also found from psalms 136:12 is give thanks to the lord because he is good because his mercy endures forever give thanks to the god of gods because his mercy endures forever and that for me is an anchor because you when whenever you feel as if nothing is going on in your life or nothing is maybe you're not where you think you should be just reading the fact that at any moment, we should always give thanks to God because he is good and because his mercy endures forever. Just reminds you that, you know what? Regardless of my circumstances, I should always praise him and thank him because he is good and everything he does is good. So jealousy definitely is not a good thing and comparison is not a good thing. But even though you feel it sometimes, just remembering that God is good and he knows everything he does is good and he has your future in the palm of his hand. He knows like he knows what he wanted for your life. So just reminding yourself that I think allows you to keep to keep yourself in check because it's also just it's literally just a form of practicing gratitude. So thanking God for who he is, thanking God for who you are and where you're at. I think is a very good place to begin. Something else is realizing and accepting that everyone's journey is different and that's okay. That's a big one for me because it's something I'm learning daily. There's so many times I've looked at people my age and thought, why am I not like this? Why why is my life not like this? Why am I not traveling? Why am I not doing the things I thought I should? And what's even interesting is that this year, when this year began, I questioned a lot. I questioned what I wanted to do like it's almost as if all the goals that I thought I had were no longer there and for me that felt a bit strange because I didn't know I've never been in such a position I've never not known what what I was supposed to be doing and that's what happened this year so just accepting that maybe this is my journey instead of trying to make it into something that it's not supposed to be and just going with it, you know, just going with it day by day by day by day and realizing that my journey is different from someone else's journey. Someone else could be looking at me and thinking that, oh, she doesn't even look like she has it together. Or someone else could also be looking at me and thinking, oh my gosh, why does she have it all together? But 
we are all on different journeys. We're all in different seasons and that's actually definitely it's actually okay there's nothing wrong with that because we are not all just because we may be in the same building doesn't mean we're all going to use the same um way to get to the top you know like some people will use the staircase some people may want to use the fire escape some people may want to use the lift like we're all just on different journeys some people may just be sitting there thinking okay i'm not ready to get onto the staircase or the lift or the fire escape but doesn't doesn't mean that i'm not i'm not still being me you know so and that comes in a lot with with also defining what success means to you because when you know when you when you begin to define your own success then it becomes a lot harder for you to compare yourself to other people because you keep reminding yourself anytime you compare yourself to someone else or anytime you feel as if you're jealous or you feel envious towards what someone else has in their life, you keep reminding yourself of what your definition of success is. So my encouragement would be don't buy into what the world believes is success because there are a lot of things that people will tell you, oh, you can only be successful when you have this amount of money. You can only be successful if you're in, if you're married. You can only be successful if you have children. You can only be successful. You can only be successful if you if you look this way. If you have this kind of body, you know, there's so many metrics that the world will try to throw at you. But when you know what success means to you, for example, if for you success is being happy and being content with who you are, then you do you, you know? Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's definitely and positively and 100% nothing wrong with that because that is what success means to you, yeah? And I remember watching this, watching a short clip by Pastor Craig of, I think it's Life Church, where he said, for him, success is being able to live his day according to God's will. And I thought, oh my goodness, that's that's amazing. Because then when he looks at someone else, he's not focused on what they have and what they've achieved. He's focused on himself. He's focused on the fact that did he live his day according to God's will? And I actually challenged myself to begin telling to begin reminding myself that because I'd like to also take that up and for me, I, I will also want my own success to be, have I lived my life? Have I lived this particular day according to God's will? Was I obedient? Was I um, acting? What, did I listen to him? Did I read his word? So knowing what success means to you is important because then you also begin to be, to build your self-love because then you begin to believe in yourself and begin to see how you and whatever forces are around you can can work towards the type of success you would like to have. So define what your success means, but also don't let the world tell you what it should be. Because just because um, I actually read this quote yesterday by Margot Robbie, the actress, where she said, now that she's married, a lot of people, when she goes for interviews, a lot of people, the first question they ask her is, what about babies? And she's like, that for me doesn't even make sense because just because I'm married doesn't mean I need to have children, you know? So let's stop trying to define what someone else's success should be and instead work on defining your own success because then you can begin to measure yourself against it, yeah? And lastly, let's 
lastly, um, oh, actually, it's not lastly, but I did find a, a verse on this as well in Galatians six four five, where it says, "Each of you must examine your own actions, then you." M- can be proud of your own accomplishments without comparing yourself to others. Assume your own responsibility. And I love that because examining your own actions means looking at yourself and asking yourself, does is this how I want to be? Is this how I want to live my life? Like, why do I feel jealous towards this person? Why do I feel envious towards this person? And the and the more you do this, the more you take responsibility of yourself. Because there's nothing worse than someone who takes no responsibility for themselves. Because then they t- take no responsibility for their actions and their thoughts and their words. And that's very dangerous. Because there's nothing more dangerous as someone who does not take responsibility of themselves. Especially because it means that they don't take responsibility for their thoughts. They don't respect t- take responsibility for their words and their actions. So even if they do anything against you or say something against you for them, they're just like, you know what? Yeah, it is what it is. And that's very dangerous because then they don't even acknowledge anything, you know? Have you ever met people like that who just say whatever they want to say and do whatever they want to do? And it's like, they don't, they don't even care. So I, I personally feel like that's very dangerous. But when we begin to examine our thoughts, when we begin to examine our actions, then that way you begin realizing that maybe what I'm doing is not good for someone. It's not good for what what I do towards this person or what I say towards this person. Because have you also noticed when you're jealous, you tend to come up with a lot of weird things in your mind. And sometimes if you're able, if you're the type of person who voices it out, you may voice it out and be like, She's only this way because of this and this, you know, and it comes off as if you're being very judgmental. And at that time, it's just because you're dying on the inside, literally. You're dying on the inside because you can't believe that this person is attaining something that you thought you would attain. So examining your thoughts, examining your actions, actions, why do I keep saying actions? Oh, gosh, actions. (laughs) is allows you to be able to assume your own responsibility and i'm saying this from galatians because when you assume your when you examine your actions i really like how he's put it each of you must examine your own actions then you can be proud of your own accomplishments without comparing yourself to others so when you know when you look at your own actions and you realize and that really goes in well with practicing gratitude because when you examine your own actions you're able to practice gratitude so you know that Today, today I woke up and uh, this is just an example. I woke up and I actually managed to not snooze my alarm. That's an accomplishment, you know. For a lot of us, it is, especially us people who are not early birds, who prefer to just sleep in till around 10. It's a, definitely an accomplishment when you're able to get out of bed without, without complaining or doing anything. So... Things like that, just examining your own actions and and your thoughts and your words allow you to then look at yourself differently. It also allows you to appreciate who you are as a person, yeah? But it also allows you to assume your own responsibility as a person. So you you then feel like whatever it is that I say to myself is my responsibility, yeah? And I really like that. So lastly, we have trusting that God has your back through his word. And for me, this is very important because when you when you know 
that when you read God's word, which is what I was saying earlier, there's a difference between reading his word and actually reading and meditating on his word and believing in it. Because when you believe and trust in his word, then you begin to see that everything he does is for your good and everything he does is good because he is good. In a couple of verses, I, I found a couple of verses that really tie into this and will really help explain this point. So one of them is Psalms 37.5, which says, Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. The other one is Proverbs 3.5-6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. I especially love this one because when you trust in someone with all your heart, it's almost like you you they can't do no wrong, you know? You know how ch- little children look at their parents as if they are the superheroes. They can there's nothing that they can't solve. And I see that with my sibling, with my siblings where when they're sick, the first person they run to is my mom because they're like she knows she knows what to do. Even if she doesn't know what to do, they don't know that. For them, they know that he, they, he, she knows what to do. And that's the same with God. Because as children of God, we need to be able to trust in him with all our heart and take all our burdens, take all our sorrows, take also take the happy thoughts, take the happy things that are happening in your life, take everything and trust in him and know that whatever it is you give to him, whatever it is you surrender to him, that's your way of acknowledging him and he will also he will also make um he will also align it okay how do i put it yeah he will align it with his will and that's what i really like because when you trust that god has your back then regardless of where you're at in life regardless of your circumstances you just believe that it's going to work out have you first met people like that who regardless of what they're going through in life i've met a couple of people like that where regardless of what they're going through in life at that moment they don't even look at other people and say why is my life not like this they're so content with who they are because they believe they know who has their back and i definitely also want to grow to be that kind of person another verse that i found is psalms 23 1 which says the lord is my shepherd i have all that i need and and there's also Philippians 4.8, which says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And lastly, Psalms 138.8, The Lord will work out his plans for my life. For your faithful love, O Lord, endures forever. Don't ab- abandon me, for you made me. And I really like Philippians 4.8 because... It's something I keep reminding myself. Jealousy and comparison. When you have jealous and comparison thoughts, they're definitely not true. They're not honorable and they're not just and they're not pure and they're not lovely. Yeah, They're the opposite of that. Instead, what they make you feel is they make you feel like your life is a mess. They make you feel as if nothing is working out for you. They make you just feel disgusting on the inside and we don't want to feel like that so let's remind ourselves just like philippians says that let's think of what is true let's think of what is honorable let's think of what is just and whatever is pure and lovely and commendable 
let's think of such things because when we think of such things then we feel as if you remember when i said that for every thought you have especially when you're practicing gratitude you're able to combat it for every negative thought you can combat it that's the same thing with this verse that's why i really like it because when you think of things that are true when you think of things that are lovely when you think of things that are honorable whatever it is that is worthy of praise to the lord when you think when you meditate on more thoughts like that then you have less time to think of thoughts that are negative and even when you do and i'm not um saying that you'll never think of negative thoughts because those thoughts are definitely always going to be there but the difference is how you react to them and how much time you let them spend in your mind because when you spend more time thinking of positive things things that are worthy of praise things that are true and things that are true are very important because they also help you build self love and i keep saying this because i personally believe when you have when you love yourself and it's even in the bible because the first commandment is to love god and then to love others as you love yourself but you can't love others if you don't love yourself so by thinking of things that are true that means that you'll not lie to yourself yeah so looking at other people for example when you look at someone else and think that their body is better than yours that's a lie because how do you know you know you're not see- you only seeing the outside you're not seeing the inside so yes they may look good but it doesn't discount how you look so there's a difference between comparing yourself to someone else and appreciating someone else so you can look at someone else and be like she has she looks fit you know she looks really good in those jeans or she has really good style but that but the difference comes in you can appreciate someone without comparing yourself to that person and i feel like that's a very important lesson for me because there's so many times i found that i'm appreciating but i'm also comparing so letting go and comparing has a way of just killing your soul on the inside so learning how to just speak truth into my life and speaking truth is looking at myself and appreciating who I, I am as a person appreciating what i have because i can look at someone else and say yes they have good style but that doesn't discount who i am as a person that shouldn't make me feel bad about who i am as a person so let's learn how to be content learning how to be content is definitely a daily thing and there's so many days you'll feel as if you're behind from everyone else and it's like your life is not put together and you know what no one's life is actually put together we only especially on social media you only see what people want you to see and this is something people say a lot but i think it's something that we have to keep saying because there's so many people who believe that their lives are um are not as why are their lives not social media perfect and that's the thing about social media it's curated and we have to keep reminding people this because there's so many i feel like there's so many people who are suffering from this you look at someone else's life and you think they have it all together they're traveling they're doing all these things but if you look if you were to sit with this person i'm pretty sure if they wanted to be honest they'd let you know that this is what is actually happening this is and, and i saw this with um a travel influencer where he sat down and said a lot of you look at my life and think that i'm living this grand life but i'd like to let you know that a lot of what i show on my page is curated a lot of it is me being sponsored by brands because most of the time i'm just spending time i'm just sleeping on couches and i don't show you that 
but that doesn't mean that I make a lot of money. It's just how I've built my life. It's how I've packaged myself. And I really liked what he said, what he said, because it then discounts the whole thing of travel influencers have so much money and all these things. But coming back to the same point of jealousy and comparison, whenever you feel like your life is not where it should be, just learning how to be content, which I said is a daily thing, just reminds you that you may not be where you think you should be, but it doesn't mean that you can't bloom where you've been planted. It doesn't mean that you can't appreciate where you're at in that moment. But it also doesn't mean that you can't cry out to God and let him know that you don't appreciate where you're at, but you also trust that he knows what he's doing, you know. So cry out to him, rely on God to guide you through it, rely um let him know the frustrations you're having, question him, when, but don't stop believing in him. That, for me, is the key thing. You can cry, you can question. The psalmist did this so many times. He would cry, but at the end of the day, he'd come back and say, I give thanks to you, God, despite my heart being sad, despite feeling depressed, despite feeling as if nothing is going on, despite feeling as if nothing, just nothing seems to be working out. But he would just remind himself that, God knows what his the plan God knows the plan of his life and he's going to trust in that. So I'd just like to leave you on this note that you are where you're supposed to be. Keep reminding yourself of that because your story is your own story. I like thinking of ourselves as the main character of our lives, even though I I know that God is also the main though I feel like God is the narrator of the life of your life and the guide of your life but you're also the main character of your life. So don't settle to be the villain in someone else's life. And being the villain in someone else's life means that you're the person who's looking at other people and thinking that they're, you know how villains just want, you know how villains just want, um, they don't want the other person to prosper, right? And that's the thing about jealousy and comparison, because when you're looking when you jealous or when you're jealous of someone else, it also just means that you don't appreciate them and you don't appreciate what's happening in their life. And you also and that and you may not and you may not think of it this way, but I think of it this way that it also means that you don't want them to prosper and you don't want them you don't want good things to happen in their life in their life. Because if something good happens in someone's life, shouldn't you be happy about it? Yeah, you should. But instead, what we do is that we're jealous and we compare ourselves. So let's not settle to be villains in someone else's life, but let's focus on our own stories. And most importantly, let's bloom where we have been planted. It's been great. And I have had so much fun talking about this. Well, I don't know if that's the right word, but let's learn how to appreciate ourselves. Let's learn to be content with where we're at. It's a daily thing. It's not something that you will achieve in a day. You know, it's not something that one day you'll wake up and you're like, oh, I'm content. But I think it's something we build just like how you build a house stone by stone and one day it's come, it's it's finished. I think that's how it is with our lives. We just, and contentment, we just have to keep building it daily. And building it daily means Examine what you're feeding your mind. Examine how you think of yourself. Um, keep reassuring yourself. Build positive loops, loops that encourage you, loops that challenge you as well, challenge you to be a better person, challenge you to be 
to be someone that you want to be, you know. But let's not give up. Let's not also give up on God because he knows what he's doing. And sometimes you may, you may feel like he doesn't, but at the end of the day, he's the one who made you. And I really like the psalm that I said, Psalm 138, that says, The Lord will work out his plans for my life, for your faithful love, O Lord, and yours forever. Don't abandon me, for you made me. The last part really really hits me because he made us. He made us so he knows and just like in Jer- I think it's Jeremiah 29:11 of uh, I know the plans I have for you plans to prosper you not to harm you that's very important because when you know that we when you know that he he made you when you actually let that settle in your mind and it acts as an anchor in your mind then you begin to look at things differently so you may feel as if nothing is working out. You may feel as if you're so behind in life. You may feel as if everyone else is three steps ahead. But there's nothing wrong with that because they may be they they are where they're also supposed to be and you're where you're supposed to be. No two journeys are the same and that's the beauty of life. Nothing is the same. It may look like you're on the same path that but everyone has a different path in life. So when you learn how to be content, which is something that you do daily, practice your gratitude. Talk to God about it. Um, appreciate who you are as a person. Like, just appreciate everything that's happening in your life. Then I believe that those seeds of jealousy and comparison that are trying to grow in your mind will begin to wilt. And isn't that a beautiful thing? Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you're listening to it on iTunes, actually, it's not called iTunes anymore. If you're listening to it on Apple Podcast, if you're listening to it on Google Podcast, or if you're listening to it anywhere else, actually, yeah, anywhere else that requires you to, not requires, if you're listening to it on any other platform where you are encouraged to leave a review, please do. Oh, wait, it was Spotify. Yes, Spotify. If you're listening to it on Spotify, um, please leave a review. I'd love to get to know what you think of the podcast so far. But thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you or rather I'll catch you (laughs) on the next one. Bye.